I think that's right. I think that's right. Oh my God, we did it right. We, oh wow, <laughs> the first time. Oh wow. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. I, Got my pop filter. It's still, it's still a hundred percent like when I go to record the Warzone Eternal episodes. Yeah. And I sit over there, <laughs> I get so confused. I'm like, wait. What does Brian do? What does Jeff do? <laughs> so it's it's still that thing where like I want to face you when we're talking about when the microphone is the other direction. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, how's it going, Rick? It's going. It's going. It's been a crazy summer. <laughs> it, yeah, it's 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 finally getting like hot out after. Which is absolutely disgusting. Yeah. I'm. T- I'll tell you right now, like <laughs> it sucks. Like, it's, even my basement has got, like, when I turn my dehumidifier on, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> well, you know, it's 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 part of the changing of the seasons. Yeah, I know. I I need to, be, I need to become a snowbird and go north in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, could, you could play the Northern Alliance in Kinsale. <laughs> no, you kind of took that. I've got, yeah, they how does that good. work? You took. Northern Alliance. So Which you are, play these nice cold guys. <laughs> and I'm playing, I'm building and working on salamanders. You know, fire. Yeah. And hot and lava and uh. Well, you know, part of it is that the, the Northern Alliance are essentially the rebs of the Kings of War. <laughs> so what does that make the salamanders? Pirates, I think. Pirates? I think mostly pirates. Pirates. So does that mean there's going to be a random salamander in one of your stories? There can be now. <laughs> <laughs> Your but, captain has got to be a salamander. There's got to be a way to put salamanders into dead zone. Oh, yeah. And firefight. Because they haven't, one, they have a big enough line that uh-huh. all they would have to do is use the vault. To add new arms. <laughs> and add arms with weapons. Yeah. Because, so when I, oh, hey, guess what? Oh, you're on Dead Zone the Podcast. <laughs> this is Dead Zone the Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Rick. Welcome to the Dead Zone Podcast. Dead Zone is the sci-fi table top. Uh, so yeah, eventually we do the intro. I, it, yeah, that's it, how it works with us. Uh, but so I originally bought those salamanders, and I was going to try and do a kit bash with uh, enforcers. Mm-hmm. It I didn't really care for the way it looked. Um, but now that I've actually been working with the salamanders and pirates, and yeah, so I guess technically I could use um, the Matsudon. Yeah. Like the Mazudon stats mm-hmm. and do a Mazudon list, but have it as salamanders. Yeah. Probably do that. Or uh, I could figure out another kit bash. I haven't decided <laughs> yet. It, it, Maybe d- salamanders with Asterian body parts. Robotic salamanders. 
I mean, that's totally pirate. That, yeah, <laughs> oh, that that sounds that sounds doable. Huh. <laughs> so that'd be a fun kit pack. Maybe I'll bug Nick because I know he's got a ton of Asterians because <laughs> bottle mine. Oh yeah. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those Mastodon are the only Asterians I have. Really. Well, it's a shame that you didn't grab the uh, <laughs> the marionettes out of the, uh, the yeah, two-player no starter. Yeah, no thanks. So, so that's that's a project that we're yes. we got coming up for yes. those that might not have seen it um, going up on our YouTube YouTube channel. Channel uh, is that uh, we recently did an unboxing of the uh, second yep, two-player starter. The, the second two-player starter for third edition, which is the the fall of Omega Seven. Asterians versus Plague. Yeah. And uh, and so with that, uh, we we're we're kind of splitting up the uh, the contents, as it were. Yep. And uh, so, Rick, what what faction are you going to be playing? Um, not Asterians. <laughs> <laughs> I did my Asterians list. I'm done. <laughs> uh, I'll, obviously, I'll be doing the plague. You'll be doing the plague. And you're going to be doing. And I'll be doing the Asterians. Correct. There's no rebs. There are no rebs <laughs> in this starter. <laughs> Um, but it, it's it's a it's a good project. I've been meaning to do Asterians for yeah. quite a while. Um, I have I have some ciphers uh, all primed <laughs> and ready to go. Uh, ironically, including like a test model that I did of the paint scheme I wanted to oh, do. Oh, perfect. Them. Um, but there aren't any ciphers in the two-player starter. No, there's not. Uh, it's Otasora in a, in a very nice resin mini because uh, yes. he he was in the Star Saga set where it was sure the was. the um, just hard plastic? I, I forget what the... Soft, hard plastic. Soft, hard like plastic. I, it, it's not quite PVC. Did um, Rick forget to turn his volume off again? Maybe. Did Brian hey, forget look. to as well? <laughs> hey, look. I have an email. That yep. means I left my phone on. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but and so it's Otasora and then mostly marionettes. Okay. Um, and, uh, and so kind of with that, we're going to, we're going to paint up the, the little demo set, which is yep. each of us kind of has three, uh, minis per side. Uh, and that's, that's a, a little kit to introduce people into the game. Uh, it comes with the starter set. So if you, yep, it's if, that double-sided map. Yeah. So you have the full map on one side and then you have the quick start. Yep. This is how you play Dead Zone with all the rules around the border, which I absolutely love that they did that. Mm -hmm. It makes it so much easier for new players to buy it and get into it and know exactly what they need to do. And to demo it to their friends then. Yes. So it's like, hey, you want to try out Dead Zone? Well, here. We flipped it over. We're ready to go. And uh, and we have everything that we need. And so we'll be doing that uh, yep. demo game. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then we're talking about kind of as a, as a future rolling out uh, that we, we put together. We're thinking like 175 uh, points. Somewhere be between 150 and 175, depending on what we can get out of the box. Yeah. Because I, I know I have a lot of zombies. You have a lot of zombies in there. Which means a pretty low... A low point score point for you. So we'll see. Yeah. Once I dive into it, I'll know a little bit better. Yeah, yeah same <laughs> here. I And I, I'm not sure what's... I didn't know there's at least came. a hound in there, though. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I can also print a ton, but I can't use it for this. True, true. We're we're keeping it to just what came just in the box. Just what's in the box. Yep. Um, just to to really kind of showcase, you know, what you can do with it. Yeah, exactly. And um, and I think it'd be fun to to throw together some. I don't know if I'd say competitive list because we're not big on. I'm gonna say when were we actually? When were the two of us in a game actually competitive? Yeah. Not often. I yeah, I mean. 
from an outside point of view, yeah. I can see some people thinking we're very competitive because yeah. the way we play against each other. <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> like, if, none of our lists are ever really if, super competitive. If, if I was competitive, do you think I'd have so many striders in my <laughs> list? Ooh. Not, not saying striders are bad. It's just the way I play them is not, <laughs> is not the most optimized. If you want to know how not to play a strider, yeah. play like Brian. I mean, they're fun. They are. Striders are a blast. Yes. And you know what? They will be a blast in... Firefight. Firefight. Because... So, so striders are classified as a vehicle, aren't they? They are a mechanized unit, a mechanized as it's called. Um, and so, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, <laughs> but... Who, if, us? If you've been living under a rock... We've really lucked out this time in that the announcement happened right before we recorded yes. for once. And uh, and a special shout-out to Dan yes. from Mantic. Awesome, awesome uh, shout-out to Dan. Uh, he was great. He, he did a quick little interview with us on a very short notice. A very short. like That um, was like a three-day turnaround. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, got, got some really great insight on, on what's coming. So if you haven't heard of... Uh, Firefight is getting a new Command Protocols book. Wee! Which is just like the Kings of War Clash of Kings. Yeah. And so it's going to contain a lot of uh, rules adjustments, a lot of all the, I believe all the factions are going to be listed in there yep. with their uh, unit costs and everything. All the all the tweaks that they've been working on yep. uh, for a while. I know as, as we've even felt, it's like, <laughs> man, it feels like it's been forever since we've heard a, a yeah. big update. Uh, for firefight, and so it it's coming in spades now. Yes, um, they they've been working really hard. It, it can it really shows that they've been putting forth that effort to to put together a really great update for us. Yes, and uh, and they're doing they've been doing um, this past month like mm-hmm. this whole time they've done a great job of throwing out teasers of the vehicles. <laughs> yes, that are coming because yes, yes. Um, <laughs> I. I it's one of those things, like, that's one of the things that I've loved that Mantic has done over the last year. Mm-hmm. Like, when they decide to do a social media push on a new product, they've mm-hmm. really been hitting out of the park with getting all that information out there and mm-hmm. the pictures and getting people involved. Yes. Yeah. It, and, and and for the, a change, we, got, <laughs> we ended up on the right side of the page yes, this time, yes. not a page later. <laughs> It was close though, guys. You don't, <laughs> it really you don't even realize. <laughs> it was like, hey, we're gonna be recording <laughs> on on this Tuesday, uh, you know, before the pre-orders. Yeah. Um, I was like, hey, Ronnie, got any little tidbits for Brian and I? We're getting ready to record in a week. <laughs> hey, talk to Dan. It, it's it's that weird thing <laughs> since we're recording a little earlier in the yes. month. Uh, a lot of times. In the past, they've been we record at the tail end of a month, yep. and I'd scramble to get the episode out. <laughs> but uh, we've got a little bit of extra time now, and so it's given us a chance to uh, do do some some quick uh, interviews and insights into what's coming down the pipe from Mantic, and and they posted a that rollout of you know here's our firefight plans for the rest yes. of 2023, which is awesome to have that kind of knowledge forefront mm-hmm. it's like okay this is what's coming this is what i can work into and it's it's a great way to get people excited again yeah yeah absolutely so speaking of that rollout uh let's do a quick recap of your little 30 minute interview <laughs> <laughs> sure so it shouldn't take that long no no it should be pretty good 
Uh, so, so yeah, the um, a big part of of the interview. If you haven't listened to it, go check it out. Dan, yes, again, Dan is a great guy. Uh, gave us all all sorts of little tidbits, some of which we actually <laughs> weren't allowed to include until now. Until now. Um, and like with that, so big walkthrough was, um, you know, some of the the rules are are kind of they're in their final stages of tweaking, but we got a number of of updates to kind of help. Uh, smooth out some of the rougher edges of firefight. Some of those kind of uh, gotcha moments where, uh, and, and the, the really kind of min-maxi type gaming moments that, that kind of ruin the fun for, for some people. Um, they, they've really pulled back some of them. I know like one of them is the not allowed to do like an extra activation if you're the first player. Yeah. Um, just to, to avoid the alpha strike wipeout potential. Um, which I think is is a decent update. Uh, a number of other ones that uh, that Dan talked about. So I think we got um, they did a, a lot of play testing to to get that information together. Now and now that we've had more tournaments uh, as well, I think is, yeah, there's been quite a quite a big firefight tournament scene over in the UK for yeah, sure. Yeah, and we've had a few over here too. Mm-hmm. And we're. And we're actually gearing up for uh, the Michigan GT. Michigan here. GT, only so, a couple of months away. So uh, very soon we'll have the second annual first <laughs> firefight <laughs> tournament. Um, Can we really call it that? Second annual six. first? I mean, that's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. But that's, that's us. That's what I'm going to put in the, <laughs> in the description. Well, join us for the second annual first firefight tournament in the United States. Yay! And um, anyway, I digress. Um, so, but so the big thing in, in August, so we're going to get the, the command protocols book pre-orders are actually up now by the time you guys are hearing this Yep. and, uh, you should go check it out and get that book ordered. I believe they're going to be shipping out here. So August has got a lot of stuff coming out in it already. It sure does. Um, including a lot of new vehicles Yay. for quite a few factions actually. Hey, I'm Chopper. I'm Brian. And I'm Rob. From Mobile Armor Radio. And you are listening to Dead Zone, the podcast with Rick and Brian in the morning. Never heard of it. (laughs) I don't even know who those guys are. While you're pulling up the list, one of my favorite things actually about Firefight and Dead Zone is the cross compatibility. Mm -hmm. So you get something new for GCPS. Guess who else can use it? Right. Maison Labs. Maison Labs. Plague. Plague. Marauders. Marauders. <laughs> like there's you get a lot of coverage with uh with multiples. Things, multiple things. But you also you also have that very unique because Enforcers, Asterians, and Veermen are a super unique factions where <laughs> right now nobody mm. can take their vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> like what exactly is a plague guy gonna do with a tunnel runner? Right. I don't think they know how to operate it. it it's definitely uh, a trickier <laughs> thing thing to, to work, especially, well, you know, they do tend to have tentacles. That gets you kind of a, a prehensile tail. Yeah. Um, if, if, you, if you try hard enough. 
It, it's probably <laughs> it's probably a willpower thing, honestly. Oh, okay. The plague just don't want it. <laughs> they don't well care. Enough. Um, but uh, but yeah. So, um, and I'm trying to find the uh, the, the actual list, the rollout picture. But um, yeah, the so the, there's going to be uh, a couple of new attachments for the mule, uh, including a a mortar. For a mortar the, the, for the plague. The plague, uh, and it looks like we're going to get a um, a like command command yeah one command for mule. The the more kind of GCPS folks. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, the and a big cow catcher on the front of the thing. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> and so uh, another thing that's uh, rolling out for the GCPS is uh, the Wolverine tank. Yes. So this thing honestly looks really cool to me. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Now, it, now I get I get that there's. Some There's some com- discussion going There's on. There's discussion about this is it's not sleek enough for the Warpath universe. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the case. I mean, if you think about it, like a tank works. Yeah. So why wouldn't you still have tanks? Yes. And and absolutely like the GCPS, like you know, not everybody is a mega corporation. Correct. Yeah, yeah, we have, uh, you know, our private military, but that doesn't mean they have to get the best stuff. <laughs> and I really hope that there's going to be plague stats for this tank. Yeah, that would be pretty sweet. Um, I would absolutely love to have these <laughs> tanks in a plague army. Because, you know, we have the two-player starter for a dead zone, so apparently I'm also get, going to go. back into play. <laughs> yeah, which is, which is actually funny because Rachel brought that up the other day. She's like, Dad, when are you going to actually repaint your plague? Because remember, those were the first ones you painted before you knew what a primer was? Yeah. Or actual, I mean, Myers, Walmart, hobby paints. Mm-hmm. Um, and not understanding wet your paints. <laughs> and right. all of all of those things that I've learned since. And it's like, you know what? That's a good idea. And then, of course, this falls in our lap. Right. No, Absolutely. And, and like with that, like, so, so the thing with the Wolverine tank is that it is part of a, a partnership that they're doing yes. with Warlord Games. Which is actually really cool too. Yes. Uh, I, I think it's a, it's a really solid venture because it, it helps. So, so for those that are unaware, they actually already have been partnered with um, Warlord Games to work on the hard plastic production for yep. Kings of War, yes. which if you haven't seen like the new Northern Alliance stuff coming out. They look sweet. And yeah, it's the the quality has just shot through the roof, and it's it's really proving to be a fruitful venture yeah. for them to work together. Uh, so this is a tank that uh, they already kind of uh, had. Yeah, they have. So that's uh, I think Archon. Archon um, Games. I, I forget the, the yeah. actual name for the the game that it's kind of part of. Why do I keep wanting to say uh, Astaris? Antares? Antares, yeah. Yeah. Antares. Yeah. Or whatever. (laughs) Because my pronunciation sucks. Because it's Basilian. I mean, the Basilines. Maybe he was born with it. Maybe he's Basiline. Oh, Uh, my God. (laughs) Don't take a drink when Brian talks. (laughs) It's uh, it's a dangerous thing to do, that's for sure. But, yeah, so, like, uh, so so it, it does... It has a slightly different design aesthetic than yeah. than what's become the norm. Um, but uh, I think uh, people are wanting that Lancer tank. It's I, the elephant I, in the room. Yeah, it sure is. 
but uh, I think it's I think it's coming because what I 100% believe it. What what this what this kind of deal has let them do is bring bigger more armor, vehicles more vehicles to to the firefight as it um not only for their own line like we are getting new Veerman vehicles, we're getting new Forge Father vehicles. Uh, we're getting new enforcer vehicles. Yes. Yeah, um, that blew me away. Yeah, there, there's a number of things coming out for the enforcers. Yes. Um, uh, we didn't mention yet the the new um, uh, the GCPS Hornet yeah. has some some extra. <laughs> Those extra guns are amazing. To make it a gunship uh, yep. is pretty pretty stellar, and um, but no, it, it's there's some really cool things in the works, and and I think. That gunship is going to be perfect for taking out those Asterian vehicles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. I mean, you forget that I play GCBS. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. <laughs> for Firefight. Um, but yeah, so so I think this this deal has really kind of let them uh, flex more so that they can bring more to the table. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, some of, these, some of these are just kind of add-ons to existing kits. Yep. Which is not a bad thing. No, not at all. Because... I still have some of those kits that I haven't <laughs> built yet. <laughs> yeah, same here. Um, but, but like, what it allows us to do, like, as as gamers is we now can, in a way, kind of accessorize. We can customize yes. the vehicles that we have to fit a different role based on how we want to play with them. Yep. Um, and, and I think that's, that's a big step forward because otherwise it's, it's just, I just, I have a tank. It's a, it's just a main it's battle tank. tank. It rolls in and shoots. It's like, no, you can kit it out to be that heavy transport. You can kit it out to be, um, you know, have a different role within your list. Uh, I, yeah. cause I know they're doing a lot with like command type vehicles now. Yes. Uh, like the, the enforcer, <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So it, when you talk about, um, new vehicles coming. I was I was surprised surprised <laughs> to hear that enforcers were getting more. Yeah, like it, every faction needs them. Mm-hmm. I, I completely agree with that. Yeah, but like it blew me away. And then looking at the model, like that model is okay. The Lancers, it'll come. Yeah, don't worry, guys. The Lancer, <laughs> like obviously, I don't have an insight on whether we're getting Lancers or not. But yeah. if you look at the new. Man- build for that. Yeah. The Lancer is coming. Yeah. For Man- sure. Mantic listens. Like they, they really do. Yeah. It <laughs> so, sometimes it's like, you know, woo, woo, go Rebs. Like we, we want more. Like they, they hear us. They, yeah. They, they know they completely that listen to you on the whole go Rebs <laughs> because they have a new game getting ready to go to Kickstarter. It's all about Rebs. It's called Worms. <laughs> <laughs> Different topic. Um, and that's just for Jack, by the way. Yeah. We found a squeaky chair. We found a squeaky chair. <laughs> that's been a while. What's up, everyone? I'm Andrew. And I'm Coach. From Family Gamers 777 on YouTube. And you are listening to Dead Zone the Podcast with Rick and Brian. Do you think they'll be upset that our audio is better than theirs? Nah. Rick will probably just laugh it off. <laughs>
Told you. But uh, to to circle back, so yes, uh, we don't get distracted, right? No. Um, but but being able to to modify the role that a vehicle now yes. play, uh, you know, has within your force, I think it's a it's another one of those like it's a small change, but it has it can change your list completely. It, it has a major impact on, yeah. from a strategic and tactical position, and and like I said, the the role that that vehicle now has in your army could change. Uh, and I think we're going to see some really, really fascinating and cool combinations. Yes. And probably kit bashing, which oh, I'm not yeah. going to lie. That's, oh, yeah. I'm always looking forward to that. Um, that's the great part about accessories. Yes. <laughs> you get to kit bash more. And um, and so, so some of the stuff that wasn't allowed to be in the interview. <laughs> we, uh, have. we have. We have some, some inside scoop uh, on some other stuff that's coming out. Uh, just very briefly, because uh, yes. it's it's all going to be rolling out. So it's this all is, rolling out. This is yeah. some of the stuff that's coming in September. Is that there's going to be some new vehicles for Veermen, Asterians, and Forge Fathers. Ooh. Now, uh, some of these uh, you'll be seeing this the screenshots, the pictures of them are going to yes. be coming out uh, slowly here. Uh, but we we do have a couple new vehicles for Asterians, and <laughs> um, and. Uh, Admittedly, I'm, I'm blanking on the names, and I forgot to write oh, them down. Oh, no. I, I, it's okay. It's a the, the only details I kind of have are the names on them. So. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but but so new new vehicles for them. Um, and then the Forge Fathers, uh, they're going to get a, a new type of transport um, that, that Dan had kind of yeah. uh, hinted at, was that there's going to be a front opening type transport for... Uh, transporting troops onto oh, the battlefield. Awesome. Yeah, they, so that's that's like almost that throwback to World War II. Yeah, yeah. When you think about it, but in take like, form instead of boat. Yeah, the, <laughs> the opening to Saving Private Ryan definitely yeah, exactly. comes to mind. Um, and so, like that that aspect of it, um, I think is is th- I know there's there's rules coming that adjust yeah. how deployment out of vehicles uh, works, yep. and this is. Uh, another option that kind of plays differently as well yeah. with that those new rules uh, coming out. So, but I've already seen like hints of that picture. Uh-huh. You can see it in the background of some of the early promos, and uh, and it's looking pretty cool. Yes. And um, and then for the Veermen, <laughs> tunnelers are getting a whole lot of toys love, uh, including a a shield tunneler, which is supposed to protect the more troops as it's moving across the field. And, That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, and, and like using combinations with smoke with it. Yeah. Uh, is how it's been kind of uh, told to me. So, <laughs> and this stuff, this is, this stuff is coming out very soon. Yes. And, uh, and so I uh, will, we'll just kind of have to wait and see, but it's, it's coming guys. Uh, yes, so, indeed. you know, we're getting, we're getting a lot of the, the core guys, uh, in this first wave here in August, September's gonna have even even cooler stuff. Yay! And yeah, and so like with that, you know the the rest of the roadmap. Yeah. Uh, as it was defined, uh, is also in September is gonna be a companion update uh, with the the um, the new, new rules ways and to play. new ways to play. Uh, which we'll we'll cover in just a second. <laughs> um, November. Uh, later this year is when the terrain crate tree 
uh, comes out. Yes, indeed. Uh, so we're going to have all those new uh, new scenery, scenery pieces, pieces that, that we can use in our firefight games. Yay. And then in December, Enforcers are getting even more toys. I like the sounds <laughs> of that. So, so yeah, we've got we've got a lot uh, to look forward to with Firefight this year. And yes, then, we definitely do. And then uh, Dan also hinted at the end of the the interview uh, the the plans for Dead Zone going forward. They're being they're being put together. They're uh, planning out twenty twenty four already. Uh, with with what's going to be coming up in the sci-fi realm, so yes, so we got we got some new Dead Zone love coming uh, down the pipe as well. Perfect. All right, and so to circle back to firefight with yes. the command protocols, um, there is going to be a new way to play the game, um, much like Kings of War just saw ambush. Yep, which was which is a. a, a s- smaller version. Smaller version of Kings of War, same type of game. Uh, just in a, I was going to say, it's the exact same game, really. Mechanically, it is identical. Yeah, you just can't um, take hordes. Yeah. Or it, legions. There, there's just there's just rules around uh, some scenarios yep. and list building. Yep. Um, but otherwise, it's a, it's a really fun way to play Kings of War. So, Firefight... It's we, going the other direction. It's going the other direction. <laughs> so, Firefight Annihilation, as it's being called. Such a great name. Is is the new um, way to play, and so like one thing to note, like you can still play regular firefight. Sure. Uh, there, there's nothing's really being changed. Like it's not going Correct. in this new direction, and it's only going to be that. Uh, but this is what Ronnie had hinted at for us for a, a while now. Is the mechanized. Uh, yeah, combat. I think his initial thing was tank wars. He kept he kept saying <laughs> tanks, and they're like. They're, they're, not there's, really. There's a couple of tanks, but we have a lot of mechanized units. We do across across all of the the Warpath universe here, and so uh, the big a big change with it is list building. Of course. So, uh, with building uh, a list for annihilation, uh, you're building armored battle groups essentially. <laughs> all units are classified as either mechanized or non-mechanized. Okay. And it usually circles around the word vehicle or bike or treads or walker. Like any of those that are linked to the vehicle keyword are mechanized units. Yeah. Everybody else is in the non-mechanized side. Non-mechanized. So uh, you then choose a command unit for your battle group. It must be a mechanized unit um, or deployed from a transport. As, okay. as the commander. For every two mechanized units, you may unlock and take a non-mechanized unit. <laughs> so That's so awesome. It's kind of the flip. It's a reverse. Yes. And so with those non-mechanized units, they have to deploy from a transport. That makes sense. The whole the whole concept being, like, this is an armored column moving through. Like, this is... You, this is the, you mean, don't this have is to literally have your, tank wars. Your vehicles, you know, with troops walking along, like going super yeah, slow. No, that we're tank trying can, to get there. You know, tanks these days can already go like eighty miles an I, hour. I know <laughs> they can leave people in the dust. So that that's the the big concept around this is you build Legions from the mechs first, and then that's you awesome. Add. Uh, so I can now faithfully recreate 
the 08th MS team you can. from Mobile Suit Gundam. You 100% can. And I'm gonna. <laughs> I know you are. How, do you have enough mechs for that yet? I do. How many Striders do you have? I have three Gundam uh, Striders. Already built. Already built. Yeah. And then I have the command truck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm good to go. <laughs> That's not enough. I mean, I can always Because I'm more. totally going to bring more play at you. <laughs> or enforcers. Because I think I have 15 Striders. I'll just have, <laughs> I'll have to flesh out my Maison side. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A Strider list because uh, that was a continuation of my Gundam set. It sure sets. was. And uh, and and the Maison Labs represent the Titans from Zeta Gundam, <laughs> and so they have their own suits as well. <laughs> you are such a nerd. Yes, yes, I am. Kettle um, black, anybody? <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, so kind of with that, you know, not only is is there there uh, some adjustments to the list building, yeah, um, there there are some extra rules that they're introducing for kind of more mechanized centric combat, which includes. Things like um, specific vehicle damage, okay, and rear damage. So, oh, so nice. different sides. So it's going to matter where you're at. Yeah, from from what Dan had had described to us, uh, it's it's a very simple chart. Like it's not sure. as he described. It's it's not like a bolt fell off. <laughs> uh, you know, and it has the very minor change. It's like okay, yeah. like okay, the left arm doesn't work or something like that. Yeah. Um, so so it'll be a little contextual. And it'll probably just be little modifiers to uh, you know, shooting vehicle, or, yeah. yeah, just just the little stats. Their Ooh, goal man. is not to overly complicate it, just to add a little Great. extra flavor. And and I think that'll be that'll be really fun. Yes, indeed. And so with that, there's also new missions. Yay! Uh, for this type of gameplay, we always love new missions. Yes, and uh, and it is going to be things like uh, a convoy. Going through, <laughs> or or a a Black Hawk Down scenario yeah. where there's a crashed vehicle that you need to go support. Yep. Um, and, and I know, like talking to Dan, like uh, he like threw out some some movies and stuff that that are kind of like the inspiration. Represent. Yeah. And, and and I was immediately thinking, like we did on the show, Courage Under Fire, where there's oh, a yeah. drawn out tank combat section and a helicopter rescue section. Yep. Um, you know all that, all that good stuff. Uh, so <laughs> that's awesome. This is going to be a really neat way to play, and it's still based off the core mechanics of firefight, and that's super important. Yeah, because I mean, firefight it, did win game, game of the yeah. year last year. They're they are shooting for winning it a second year in a row. That is so awesome. And and I think this this with these updates and and changes, yeah. I think. It's it's adding that little extra flavor to to further expand the possibilities that the game can go. Yep. And and adding more units and adding more flushing units. that out. Yeah. Which is super important. Yeah. Because because Dan was even saying like they they are very saturated is not the right word but they have a lot of troops already. They got, they got a lot <laughs> yeah. Of, there's definitely a lot of troops. They, they've got the infantry covered for a lot of these factions. For, yeah. uh, so now it's okay. The vehicles, the things from sci-fi that, that everybody really, wants, that everyone wants, um, and and I think they're gonna look really cool taking them to a game store and putting them on the table. And, yes, and people are gonna start coming by and be like, "What? What's with?" Oh, that? you're playing 40k. What's, uh, no. What's that gunship from? Oh, why does that tank look like a dude with a beard? <laughs> <laughs> 
so so that and that's that's always one thing I've loved about uh, Mantic's line of vehicles yeah. is that yep. they they do look really solid. They're distinct, and uh, and I think that's going to continue going forward. So yes, for sure. So with that, lots of cool stuff for firefight. Yes, and um, and hang on there because twenty four is going to give us more dead zone. Yes, I mean. We don't need 24 to get more dead zone for the two no, of us. No, but. we're going to keep playing all the time. And and these vehicles are definitely going to show up on our table for terrain. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So, a lot of great stuff for Firefight. Oh, my God. Kind of sudden, down, in a way, suddenly. The but, down helicopter or down mule yeah, or down a hornet mm-hmm. for a dead zone scenario. Yeah. That Doing would, it. Doing it. <laughs> And and and, and it, it fits so well. Like it's not even just like from a military standpoint. I love the the one that we talked about with Dan was like, oh yeah, it's it's that they just don't want them to get the technology that made the craft. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, you got to protect that IP. You know, <laughs> you can't <laughs> can't let it fall into other people's hands. Uh, yeah. And now it makes me think of some that uh, Daria, the the Queen of Dead Zone, was talking yes. about with uh with Golden the other day, where it was. I want a, a blend of Dreadball and Dead Zone, but we're in Dead Zone where they're trying to like steal the the like intellectual property from a Dreadball team. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and a lot yeah, of like corporate I mean, espionage. Like, that's totally out there. Yeah, it's definitely possible. I love the Warpath universe. Yes. It's so it's so flexible and able to do so many things. And it's so young enough that by us flexing and stuff, these these are parts that could actually become part of actual lore. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, because yeah. you write it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, and two, like one of the things that I talked with Dan about after, kind of after the show yeah. was kind of the evolution of lore yes. and, and uh, for the Warpath universe and, you know, seeing it continue to evolve and, and update. Uh, for example, uh, I believe the, the command book, uh, pretty sure he hinted at it. I forget if it was left in the episode. <laughs> We're going back to Exam. Or the Ooh. new two-player starter for Firefight. Really? Yeah. Which is going to be... That's a great place to be. Forge Fathers and Veermen. <laughs> <laughs> so for those unaware, XM... Do I have enough? XM was one of the supplements early on called sure uh, Infestation, I believe. Which was all about Veermen. Yep, which was the, the Veermen-centric one. And so that one has continued forward... So it's kind of fun to revisit some of these yes, locations, uh, especially after they've been destroyed and whatnot. <laughs> so that's um, awesome. Yeah. So really good, really fun stuff coming for for sci-fi. It's yes, a- indeed. After a little, after a little drought, a because little quiet, a little quiet. Again, they they had a lot going on with Armada and yes. and Kings of War, and then they had. The Kickstarter for Dragon's Saga Origins. Yeah, I mean they've had a lot of fantasy going on, which mm-hmm. and that's like that's one of the things that Mantic does is like they don't do everything all at once. Yeah, they do. We're doing fantasy right now. We're doing specifically Kings of War. We're yeah. specifically doing Armada. Now we're specifically doing <laughs> Firefight. Yeah, it, it it comes in waves, and sometimes if if you're if you're on the 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 bottom the, the bottom like, of that wave. Sucks. 
It's, Give it's, me something. It feels like it's forever, but you know when it when it crests, yeah. when it comes it, over the it's top, all there. It's it's some really fun stuff, and it's going to keep us busy. Yes, uh, for quite a while talking about all the things that we love about it. So yep, every single time. Dead Zone, the podcast hobby table, is sponsored by Corvus Games Terrain. 3D printer files for all your mantic games. And by Acid House Terrain, foldable cardboard terrain for wargaming and RPGs. So with that, I think we'll move on into our hobby table. Hobby table. Brought to you by Corvus Games Terrain. And Acid House Terrain. And Acid House Terrain. Uh, so for, you know... They, they they kind of beat us <laughs> up on the last episode for not uh, really yes shouting them out yeah um, but but Corvus Games Terrain uh, they do he does a lot of uh, 3D models and and things like that he's done designed a whole line for Dead Zone specific and as there's, of now he's got some new stuff coming out there's more coming <laughs> uh, for for which a new I'm super run. excited about yes. Uh, yeah. He's he's posted a picture of it. He's hinted publicly. It. Yes. Um, and and uh, we we've been getting some inside scoop. We can't wait for this this new oh, line that it's he's so excited. He's putting together, and uh, it's it's going to be so cool. You guys are going to love it. And let's just say maybe some beards are involved. <laughs> um, That's a very subtle way of saying that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we'll leave it just like that. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, and so Acid House. Acid House terrain is this really cool, like, table in a box. Mm-hmm. Table in a box? Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah, go, pretty we'll go with that. <laughs> um, so it's a it's a thicker cardstock, mm-hmm. but it's all pre-painted, and you pull it out of the box, and it's all, you just fold it and put it together, and you have your terrain. Um, and, like, he's got a box that's probably... 12 by 12 and about three, four inches, four inches thick. That's a six by four table. It's all the scenery you need for a six by four table. Uh, and once it's assembled and once that cardstock is all put together, the mm-hmm. buildings are actually fairly sturdy. Mm-hmm. Like you can put a, f- like, obviously it's not uh, uncertain scenery <laughs> where you can stand on it. Yeah. Um, but like you can put a full bottle of water on those buildings and it's not going to fall over and wow. it's not going to crush it. That's good. Um, so it's super durable in a, in a game mm-hmm. standpoint. Yeah. Uh, and luckily enough, he sent us some, um, for the Michigan GT. So we yeah. will have a firefight table set up completely with acid house terrain. Uh, the other awesome thing is he has a new Kickstarter yeah. that just went live this month and is already completely funded. Oh, wow. It's, uh, <laughs> It's like a almost two hundred percent funded <laughs> goes, goes <laughs> with fast. his goal, um, but it's very cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. So I, it's, it'll be super excited to see that with some of the dead zone cyberpunk scenery. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to be a nice match. I can't wait yeah. to see that. No, that's going to be that's going to be great. Yes. So, but with that, so <laughs> with that, because that's our, our new phrase this episode is with that. With that, um, what have you been working on, Brian? Uh, so. 
Uh, apart from trying to get my 3D printer <laughs> to, <laughs> to behave again, uh, I've... It's I've, absolutely amazing, because it really is, because mine's working just fine. <laughs> yours is working just fine now. Mine, uh, Mine's uh, on and again, off again, kind of... I mean, I still have some stringing, but yeah, yeah. mine's completely pumping out stuff. Mine is like to clog for some reason now um, and under extrude. But uh, with that, I was able to print the full size of our little Dead Zone, the podcast. Which is awesome case. because you can get it over on... Cults 3D. Cults 3D. And I will I will have a link in the show notes because it's under my <laughs> personal... It is under your personal, but guys, if you're able to jump on there and help us out because whatever funds that we make with these awesome 3d designs that Brian does that goes into the podcast yeah and helps us do things like we did last month with the giveaway yeah um I mean obviously that was a big one because that was 10 years <laughs> but we love giving you guys more stuff we yes. really do uh and stuff for our tournaments and mm-hmm. being able to actually sponsor a dead zone tournament sponsor a firefight tournament by deads on the podcast. And this is how we're going to be able to do that. <laughs> yes, yes, and uh, and so you know, with that, I'm going to continue to uh, do little tweaks and updates. If you guys have any feedback, definitely open to it. Oh yeah, feel free to reach out to us on our social social media platforms uh, to let me know. Hey, how, there it is, how and it goes. not even at the end. Yeah. <laughs> um, for instance, I did. Uh, there's an up. There's two versions of. Yes, the, there's an update because the there's lid. two different. Yeah. Uh, well, there's there's two inserts for it essentially. Uh, one that's a bit more designed for Dead Zone, one that's a bit more designed for Firefight, mostly Yay. for space. Uh, yeah. <laughs> those smoke, <laughs> those smoke take screens up a bit. are big. Uh, but you can also fit, you know, your, your tape measure in there now, too. Yep. Uh, so, uh, and then the, the lids, the, the biggest difference is that there's a different size for magnets in there. Yeah, because uh, you need a stronger magnet for the bigger you, size. You need some stronger magnets for the, the bigger size, the full-size lid. Um, so... Just a, a heads up on that. Look, look for nice, some nice sturdy ones. Uh, I think I, I think I upped the space to about ten millimeters round. Nice. So, you know, hopefully we can. <laughs> I'm gonna continue to improve it, and and if you bought it once, like those updates will be available to you. Still yours. Yeah. <laughs> um. And so, uh, yeah. With that, so gearing up for this new project. Yep. Uh, I did get my hands on some of the new. Uh, Army Painter Speed Paint. That's 2.0s? The 2.0s. What do you think of them so far? Uh, I haven't opened the box just yet. Oh, okay. So that'll be next episode. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the next episode. I'll talk a bit more about my experience with it. Yeah. But I am excited. Like, I do like that they come with the metal ball uh, for shaking it yep, for shaking it inside. Up. Yep. Uh, I've heard really good things about this new line. Uh, and so th- this is a, a pivot for me that I, I've mostly been using contrast, contrast paints yeah. for, for this type of painting. And so now, you know, Drop, you know, putting more, drops of it into more a, paint in the toolbox. Yeah. So would would you have you had any experience with uh, the speed paint style? Not two point Okay, but but the the yeah. style where it's a dropper of yes. the contrast style. So do you put that into a wet palette or is it dry palette? I did. Okay. I used the wet palette. Gotcha. Um, I, and usually I would use the kind of the drier side of my <laughs> wet palette, but yeah, sure. I use the wet palette. But so with two with the first. Army Painter um, speed paints. I only used them for smaller sure. pieces, so I didn't really have to put a lot on the wet palette. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, I guess, it's one of those things I never really <laughs> considered. <laughs> it was like, huh, should I use a dry palette? 
I don't know because the wet palette was working just fine for I, me. I, I just uh, like the and the only reason that really came to mind is uh, part of part of the 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 travel paint kits that I made for yeah. the paint pal set uh, from Corvus, Corvus James. Um, like one of the sets is supposed to be kind of a shade pot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Little pools for for those types of paints, and so I was like, oh, okay. Try both. Try try both. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> Uh, I, I feel like it'll be easier on the wet palette side just because yes. I won't have to clean it as much. Yes. <laughs> but just because I don't really clean my wet palette. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so gearing up for that, uh, for the Asterian project for sure. Yeah. But uh, it has been on on the docket for me to redo my rebs. As, <laughs> yep. in, in a similar vein that you mentioned your plague earlier, Yeah. my rebs were still the first guys that I painted. Yeah. And I want I want to play as them. I want to play as the Rebs more, um, but <sighs> but the model like the paint job I I have on mine is just not up to snuff yeah. compared to like what I've been doing recently, like my GCPS and my Northern Alliance. Like, yep. um, yeah, you know, it's it just you know you get better over time. Um, I'm still nothing special by any means, <laughs> uh, but but it's it's something that I, I do want to take a little bit more time on. Uh, yeah. u- use some nicer paints, uh, use better brushes than I had before. Use your experience. Yeah. Yep. And uh, and to you know, so if I can kind of get in that groove of, <laughs> you know, like, hey, I'll I'll be doing my Asterians, but hey, yeah, I'll just take a little break here and I'm gonna paint up a little Reb Trooper. Uh, sure. Because I, I have to. I have I have kind of my list of guys for my little my twin star outlaws. Oh yeah. Uh, my story characters. I've got I've got the minis set out for them. <laughs> um, the the one I'm trying to figure out how to do right now is one of my my characters is a rebel sniper. Okay. But I, but I also have the I'm using like the old. Rebel Commander yes. yeah. as my kind of main character. So she often doubled as the Rebel Sniper as the official Mantic model for it. Sure. So I'm trying to kit bash uh, my Rebel Sniper. So I'm not just so the the one thing like the two things that I I kind of need it for for the character that I've got is is a, a female character okay. who's wearing a, a turban. Oh. Okay. Um in part because I designed her around a an Infinity model that I had yep, for, yep, for that for the longest exactly. time. But I want I want a, a Mantic uh, model that I can I can center around, and I've got bits and pieces for like the GCPS. Like I have the sniper yep. rifle. Heck, I have the sniper rifle from other Rebel Commander. Yes, you do. Uh, models that I can pull from, and I even have like the the old Rebel weapons team. Uh, <laughs> yep. Pieces, and I, I'm looking at that. For kind of the base, uh, so so now it's trying to figure out what to do for the head of the character, and I just haven't quite found like that turban style. And I don't know if I just need to do a green stuff style I, of it. Either a green stuff, or I, I mean, start looking into the Kings of War stuff. Yeah, because as you noticed on the Facebook fanatic groups, uh, people are starting to really jump into that. I'm mean, kit bashing between mm. the. Kings of War and yeah. fantasy, yeah, I mean sci-fi. There's so many more because the, the new dwarves, the Forge the, the, Fathers the half, with the halfling heads. Yes, like, that's perfect. Yes, I I 
And I have a, a buddy of mine who has excess amount of halflings, <laughs> and I'm just like, hey, you want to you want to make a deal here? <laughs> you want to you want to trade some? Tradesy. So uh, definitely definitely looking to do that because I I've got a whole plans for Forge Fathers uh-huh. to to get them to a, a firefight level. Perfect. Um, it's it's funny that so the Asterians are the one that I really don't have everything that I would need for a firefight yeah. level. But I've got like an I've got an enforcer set. I've got Forge Fathers. <laughs> I've got GCPS. I can do Maison Labs. Like yep, yep, yep. I don't have Marauders yet. So Marauders. I have plenty of Marauders. And Veermen are kind of my three outliers. I'm not sure I have enough of Veermen. I mean, I've got the vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um, I might have enough for a thousand points. That's- but I think that would be all I have for Veermen. And, and that's kind of my goal with most of these factions. If I can get them to a thousand points, like that's a fun that's, game that that's I can a play. great size game to do quickly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so basically, I guess I have many pending projects, <laughs> as I often do. I know the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> so so what's what's your hobby table looking like? Um, my hate hobby table looks like a l- bunch of resin. In <laughs> yeah. um, so unfortunately, I haven't gotten any dead zone or firefight on the table yet um mine has been mostly still working on my salamanders mm-hmm. um i finished up another unit for them and i've been having a blast because i've done most of my most of my salamander list mm-hmm. and bases has all been airbrush 100 percent airbrush oh nice um that's a that, big that makes step. go quick <laughs> well it's a big step in a different direction for me because yeah. i up until this point my airbrush has pretty much been prime, yeah, and Zenithale highlight and gotcha. maybe a base color of one, yeah. So I haven't really jumped in, and mm. I did the Kings of War bases for my salamanders in that lava, and a hundred percent airbrush, yeah. And then I painted up the um, my phoenix, which is mm-hmm. actually the Basilian <laughs> phoenix from Armada, just blown up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, one of the one of the great things about the vault, yes, <laughs> exactly. To mess with the scale, um, like all the way to the metal on the phoenix's, uh, I guess face shield that mm-hmm. kind of covers the phoenix's eyes. Um, that was all airbrushed. Like everything on that model is airbrushed. Gotcha. Um, Looks nice. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it, so th- that adding to my toolbox has been working more with my airbrush. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been starting to work on my salamander troops being a blue because because yeah. why not yeah because i did because i did green on the bigger guys mm-hmm. and i'm gonna do the leader as green um but i wanted something different for the troops and yeah. I, I talked to a couple of you guys and it was like, everybody like four of you guys all said you could do blue and i'm like okay if four people said blue <laughs> i think i'm going blue so I started working on those, um, and I, and I started doing some more scenery for fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but as I'm looking at the scenery being a broken down, almost like castle thing, like that could go on a firefight table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In one of those random leftover planets. Um, Absolutely. So there's, yeah, there's plenty of planets out there that have ancient civilizations that yes. are either dead. Or about to die. <laughs> yes, about to die off. So because of because of uh, you know encroaching <laughs> uh, corporate. Yeah, because of those rebs. No. Yes. No. Oh, well. It's it's the corporate overlords. Yeah, the rebs. The Council of Seven. 
No, those are the good guys. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, but, but okay. That would be a, that would be a fun setting, honestly, for for like a table yeah. to have like a literal fantasy layout layout uh, where you're running around shooting at each other. So I I mean really if you think about it like I could do my so I have a ruined kind of a ruined castle mm-hmm. um, setup. Uh, I could totally do that on a table with a couple dead zone buildings mm-hmm. as like the outlying camp. Yeah. Like they started to encroach on it. I might have to do that. Yeah. I still need to make my tree, uh, my, my <laughs> yes, forest. Your uh, forest map. Yeah. That that will happen one day, guys. I I cannot guarantee when. <laughs> and I the, just, o- the only thing at this point that we can guarantee from a hobby perspective is. I want to do it. <laughs> we want to do it, but we'll be working on the Asterians and playing. Mm, yep. And gearing up for the Michigan GT. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we have yeah the Michigan GT is is gonna it's coming up faster than uh than I think we or at least more than I realize I'm sure yeah, you're, you're a bit more aware of it sort of <laughs> only because I do the Michigan GT podcast <laughs> but yeah it's literally right around the corner yeah so um and I I'm I've been a little lax on on that, so I gotta be. I gotta get out the packets and stuff. Yes, I'll be getting those put together here uh, before the end of this month. Yay! You heard it. It's on here, the radio at the end of the month. Yes. <laughs> so if I haven't done it yet, you can yell at me on all those social medias. Yes. But uh, I'll be getting those out and and kind of coordinating. Because uh, we want to get those those early registrations, those pre-regs. So, are you going to play in Dead Zone this year? Uh, I probably can. Well, I mean, I got to play in Firefight last year. You did get to play in Firefight. I can play in Dead Zone. Perfect. Because I'm running Dead Zone this year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, and it was kind of that funny thing. Like it, it opened up the opportunity. It's like, oh, I could, I could maybe do the Kings of War tournament again. That's but, true. But. Hey, that's a long day. Yeah, it is. Of not doing anything else. Yeah, and that also would commit me on Sunday for a long, a long day. And and I and I want to be there to to help out like, yeah. with the booth and everything like that. Uh, I think we had a lot of great success yes. last year with yes, the booth. And and you know, so being able to have someone flexible that can be out there demo the games and yep. get people into firefight, get people into dead zone. Yeah, it was a lot of fun doing the demos over there. Yeah, and so. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to the GT. I'm gonna get the make another big push here to to get some some pre regs in. Yep. Uh, Man- Mantic players are kind of notorious for the last minute registration. Waiting until the last minute, which which is tough when you look at something like the GT because, it, I mean, the prize support is based on mm-hmm. registration. Yeah. Just saying. Pre registration. Pre registration. Yeah. Um, so so if you if you are planning to come to the Michigan GT, we hope you are. Uh, we'd love to see you there. We, you will yes. you will see the entirety of the Dead Zone podcast crew. <laughs> you sure will. Um, and I, I forget if, if uh, Rob or Jack are coming down for, for that one. I would absolutely love it if they did. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if they have any luck convincing Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or coming down themselves. Yes. That would be that would be sweet, and maybe you know if if we get enough people, maybe when Kings of War is going on, we just play a little dreadball on the side. Yeah, or something there like you that. go. So, um, so yeah, and uh, so come check out the the Michigan GT. Uh, it's coming up in. I mean, technically, it's October. It technically <laughs> it's, October. It's a, yeah, 
It's the first weekend in October. I will edit around that. <laughs> Perfect. Because I don't remember dates without yeah. it in front of me. So it, since we're going to edit this all out, I can yeah. actually pull up the actual calendar or what the dates are. <laughs> that is that is a, a good move. Do we do we do. So, yeah, I mean, come out to the Michigan GT. We're going to have a blast. That's October 6th, 7th, and 8th, the first weekend in October. Excellent. <laughs> and the great part is, is when you edit this, you're actually leave part of that. I probably leave part of that in there because, I mean, that's, what, that's makes, what we do. That's what makes the show, right? <laughs> it's not all improv. We just don't know what we're doing at no. the time. So, it, it works. But yeah, so I, I think that's a that's a decent episode. I think so, that wraps it up for uh, us. Yeah, check out all the the new fire fight stuff, guys. It's it's gonna be awesome. I'm so excited to play some more, and uh, and hope you guys are too. Yes, and then of course, don't forget to follow us on all your social media platforms. Yes, follow us on all the social media, and also uh, the the Corvus Games Terrain coupon code for for this month is DZ Podcast July. Hey, look at that. Yep, I remember <laughs> to put. In the episode this time, Yay! as opposed to recording it afterwards. After. Awesome. <laughs> Post production is fun. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for coming. Isn't that kind of like, God, I've been in retail for too long. <laughs> so thank you for coming. I thank you, you for listening. Yes. I think that's more appropriate. Well, or so thanks so for like, stopping by. So like my, my office where I worked uh, when we were in the office more uh, is, was part of like uh, part of a hotel. Yeah. And so every now and then there would be the people that come by the looking for their <laughs> hotel rooms and, uh, and, you know, always be like, oh, you know, you guys have, you have to go down the lobby, go across the thing or whatever. And it's like, and as the doors close and I always go, hope you enjoy your stay. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, I mean, it works. We need to have a hotel in Denso. Um, crap. Don't say that. Cause then I'm going to start <laughs> thinking about it and build like a six level, six lit level building. That's all interior and. That reminds me. Rooms I've, and oh my! I finally got to hang out with Corey at his house. Yeah, and mostly for a barbecue. Yeah, sure. Um, but uh, he's got a pretty nice setup down. Does he down there? Uh, I've like, seen pictures of it. Yeah, he's like take pictures. <laughs> so, so tell Rick that it's it really exists. Uh, really, really nice big table. Yeah, whole lot of mantic terrain, including so one thing he's got is like a crane. Oh, with wow. A, with a working winch. <laughs> that is like they've put extra scaffolding to be different yeah. levels for, for dead zone. That's and you can nuts. sit right in the middle. Yeah. And he's like, I've been thinking about rules to implement. Like you can get hop inside and change <laughs> the direction. Uh, oh, that would be nuts. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I need to hang out with him more. Yes. Yes, you do.